yo, we had to jump back on because we just spoke about Red Bull and Honda and and seen Honda leave the sport um, for the, for the immediate future, but that has now changed, and it just it just had to have me come back on here with you to talk about it. Yeah, I know. We named our last podcast, Did Red Bull Make a Mistake with the whole Honda thing? And obviously they didn't because they brought Honda back. But theory crafting is, did Red Bull find a way to cheat inadvertently? Tell me, tell me in what sense? Give me a theory. Red Bull could not work on engine development because it was frozen. But Honda officially pulled out at the end of last year. So they could work on F1 engine development. They technically weren't a part of Honda. I mean, Red Bull. Yeah. So you're thinking that, I don't know. That is kind of, that's kind of sketch. That's a competitive advantage. Am I wrong? Like, is that, is that something wrong to think about? Because I think that's a very good theory. If Mercedes says they pulled out of engine development and then they pulled back in in three months and they had time to develop new, new engines. then what can we say? Like, is Red Bull just feels like a bunch of cheaters. Like they are like they scrap for every little thing, which is admirable. But the way they go about it is their track record is so shifty. It is not cool. I want to know what the hell is going on at Red Bull. All of a sudden, and I didn't even know Marco Helmet was. I thought it was Christian Horner. Like he's the decision maker, and oh, we're going back to Red Bull. I, I think it goes hand in hand. Like you got to think of Nikki and Toto. Like it kind of goes hand in hand. But at what point do other teams? Or the FIA, who we know is corrupt. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Um, I wouldn't say they're corrupt. Michael Massey's yeah, a I'm Massey, just still feeling know. the hate. But <laughs> at what point does someone launch an investigation? Like, what is going on? I don't think they can. Because technically they played within the rules. See, everything is... Like, your theory makes sense. But then everyone else is saying... Did Rebel just realize that it's a lot harder than saying, Oh, yeah, we're going to do it on our own. No. They cheated. I, I'm, I'm going with the Red Bull cheated. I'm rolling with the Red Bull cheated. Because they're saying they realized it was a lot harder. And there was actually a lot of people that were saying, like, there's going to be reliability issues. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't believe in that just because, like, I know the whole industry thinks that. But it's not like Red Bull was taking a brand new engine out of nowhere. They were still had the same engine. Yeah, but you know what? That is what we all think. Bro, they were but then just, you maybe realize like, holy, we underestimated how much value it was for Honda to be doing this at Honda yeah. as opposed to, yeah, we'll contract uh, They're going to contract Honda though, but like, I don't, I don't think reliable- They were trying to do it in-house. Issues. Yeah, but they were going to take Yadamoto, their F1 director, mm-hmm. and then they switched them to this new role and now everything's changed, but- I'm telling you, Red Bull- I just don't trust him. Yeah, so we'll get back to the engine, but you're just saying, like, you thought it was Christian Horner. I mean, let's talk about the dynamic. We had, obviously, Prost and Alpine, we talked in a previous episode, where they just didn't take his feedback. But it feels like you can either have the Prost thing or you can have Helmet, where Helmet has a lot of say. And Helmet comes across very arrogant. I hate Helmet. I yeah, can say it. I, he I comes hate across Helmet. very arrogant. I, his comments are always snark. I don't like him. I think that this whole Red Bull team, man... Honestly, like, it, it makes it difficult to really appreciate and like Max. And Max has his issues off the, the track that we all know about. But the whole team just does not come across, like, Only Checo. Yeah, and I feel like Checo's just dragged into it. Yeah, he's kind of dragged. Like, Checo comes in and he just does his job and he's a nice guy. nice, And he's just like, yeah, I like Checo. But everybody else you kind of just dislike. I mean, the way I look at it is I respect Max Verstappen's driving. I mean, he's arguably 
the best racer on the planet. I would still argue that when Lewis is locked in, he's the best. But I mean, I wouldn't be talent. mad. Like you can't even hate yeah, how I great can't be, he is. I can't be mad. If someone told me Max Verstappen's the best driver, I'm not mad at it, right? And but, I'm telling you, like if I'm Max Verstappen, I, it's easy to, for anyone to say, oh, he doesn't give it. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. No, no, no. This is not the press that the championship driver wants going into. It's like, yeah, but are you going with Red Bull? But at the same time, they're paying him like $35 million when he wins a championship. Do you care? Listen, I want to know when I get to preseason testing that we've got a legitimate engine hey, in the car. If they were cheating from the beginning, you think Max doesn't know about it? Yeah, maybe he's in on it. <laughs> he's for sure in on it, bro. Like, come on, Max Verstappen knows what's going on. Like, I'm telling you, they literally pulled. Uh, they pulled out, said, "Hey, we're not part of F1 anymore." Now they're back in because they could work on an engine development, even if it's a small engine development. That might be what cost them out to Mercedes. So, if Red Bull's good next year, their engine's just as good. I'm probably gonna go out on a limb and say it, it was that ch- they cheated. I'm going to go with that because we all know Mercedes engine was stronger and they both, they all froze their engines going into 2022. So that's how I feel about Red Bull, man. And Marco Helmet, I hope they find a new advisor, bro. Like, I don't know. I feel like, was Nikki Lauda like this? I don't, I don't know. I feel this like I whole dynamic at Red Bull, the Christian Horner, Marco Helmet, they're literally the villains. Like, they don't make it easy for you to even like, oh, I like them. Like, they're villains. Yeah, but I don't understand how Red Bull fans like them. Isn't that a love-hate relationship, though? Because, you know, like, 50% of the population will love you, 50% of the population will hate you. So they, they're just embracing the other world. Like, they're like, we're not a Mercedes Does brand. Max do that much to make up for the antics? I mean, he brings a whole, two nations with him. Because that's the thing. Like, when I to- we've talked about it. I felt throughout the entire year that... Max just had this massive following. I mean, he brings the Dutch and the Netherlands with him. And I think like any surrounding country, like, you know, like we root for America. Like if, if, if there's an American instructor, we'd probably root for them. Like a true American constructor. There's that. But the other value that I always forget is like Red Bull as a brand has fans all over. Yeah. The world. And they have the whole Austrian, the whole Austrian population. I roots for them. Like they're going to have a strong population just because of their roots. And they have. And then the, the brand, Dutch. like people love Red Bull everywhere. Yeah, I agree. That's I where know. it's hard because... I like Red Bull. We have a bunch of Red Bull. Shout out to Brittany, our Red Bull plug. But, like, we just don't like the F1 racing team. That's just it. Yeah. It's just, that's where they become so powerful is Red Bull as a, a, a brand, an energy drink, everything they do outside of F1. They have then the you, coolest uh, They have the coolest marketing. Like, they, when they drive in the snow and stuff, like, nobody else does that. Like, when they're racing through Austin, Texas. like It's just a shame that Marco Helmet and Christian Horder are, are at the helm. Yeah. It, it is a shame. So that that's what I'm talking about. Like those, that's the shame because it is a really cool brand and it is tough to really dislike them. But when you got two people like that and all this just shiftiness, they're always, listen, because we can say it, they're always bitching and complaining about everyone else. And then they're doing this kind of stuff. Oh, bro. When they said Lewis was, uh, was desperate. Oh my God. I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like we're just we like we literally came on this pod just to shit on Red Bull. We but. we had to. I mean, I just I woke up. I'm reading this and I'm like, we just spoke about it, and that's why it's just so ironic. It is today. The headline is in dram- a dramatic change. I don't. I mean, it's not really a change, right? It's just. It depends like, on how much no, I mean, like, Honda had shut down on their end at the end of the season. For the team, though, it's not really a change. They just have the same engine. I mean, sorry. To say it correctly, they have an improved engine. Because we all know that Honda was cheating behind the scenes. You know what? 
I'm no longer a Honda fan. I feel like the, if, if they were in on this, on the cheating, no, that's not cool, bro. You play by the, you play by the rules. But it wouldn't be past Red Bull because they think it's desperate after Abu Dhabi that they would protest such debauchery. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't think I ever want to own a Honda in my life again. That's how I kind of feel. Oh my God. See the ripple effect. Yeah. This has nothing to do with marketing, bro. Just because Honda's attached to it. It's like if they were actually in on. Okay. So like, obviously I'm theory crafting and I'm just talking. Do you think they cheated? Like, is, am I just kind of building a narrative? Nothing surprises me in formula one and it's, it goes across all teams. And I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and say Mercedes is perfect either. Like, I just feel like the entire sport has its flaws. My whole thing, too, is, like, it just makes sense, bro. Like, because it was frozen. Like, I wouldn't put it past Red Bull. I'm not saying they are cheating, but would you put it past them? I wouldn't put it past them. That's the whole thing is, like, it's Red Bull. Red <laughs> Bull racing. <laughs> like, I just feel like there's so much that you... I, I don't, I'm not an engineer. I'm not a mechanic. But I feel like, you know, if you're an, if you are playing a different sport where you're not relying on mechanical equipment, like you're only as good as your body, unless you're putting steroids in the rest of it, but you can test that. Like when there's, when you're reliant on a piece of machinery, I don't know. I just feel like there's lots that can be kind of hidden. Yeah. Like think about this. If they don't, I don't know how much they test the cars, but theoretically someone could cheat like it's just it's things, just man. Think take. about Ferrari, right? Like they found a way to trick the fuel sensor. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, they were doing it. Allegedly. <laughs> because we know how bad they were after it. I mean, they had to redo a whole new engine, right? They had to They had to probably use... I, what did they do? Did they reuse their old engine? I don't remember. But yeah, they they found a way... Allegedly. Allegedly. We're to, not going to come on and say that. Just like we allegedly, sensors. Just like we allegedly think that Red Bull may have found a loophole to improve their engine because Honda was not part of F1 after the final race. So they've had like a month and a half, almost two months before they've officially announced. So I don't know. Ah, Red Bull. I think Red Bull, uh, by the way, their car is ugly. We'll come out and say that. I think their car is terrible. Other than the Japanese car, I hate the regular Red Bull color. Man, this is just the Red Bull haterade is real today. Yeah, I think that we don't hate Red Bull in terms of their like, we just don't like them as a team. I think everybody, anybody that listens to our podcast regularly really understands that it's not that we discredit their performance. Um, we think they're a great team. It's just- They're, they're the hard, bad guy. They're, they're hard to like. Yeah, they they're are the bad, the bad guy. guy. And unfortunately, the Red Bull fans, I don't know if we have any Red Bull fans that listen to the podcast. Yeah. I mean, did, when you think of any of their drivers, do you even like any of their drivers other than Danny Ricardo and like Seb? Like at the time, like and nobody likes Danny Kvyat. Yo, Nobody likes Mark Webber. <laughs> Yo, poor Danny Kivat, bro. He's got to, he's got to. It's like, did you like Pierre Gasly when he was on Red Bull? I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. They, We've talked about the turnover in drivers. No, I'm saying like, did you personally like any of the drivers when they were there? The only driver I actually like while they're there is Checo because it's like, how can you not like Checo? Checo's just wholesome. I know. How can you not like Checo? He comes to work hard. He brings his. And his I feel food. like Red Bull's type team that would do Checo dirty too. Oh, for sure. 100%. For sure, bro. Come on, bro. It's Red Bull. <laughs> it's Red Bull, bro. Like, would you put anything past Red Bull? I, I think that I think that's a constant theme. That will be the title of, the, of this episode. You cannot put anything past Red Bull. For sure. <laughs> and w- the thing is, going into this new season, I, I feel like, again, maybe I could be delusional, but is, is Red Bull 
Is Red Bull, is Red Bull gonna be in trouble? No, bro. They cheated for two months. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> they allegedly cheated for two months. But I still have a feeling they're gonna struggle. They have a better engine or they have an improved engine when nobody else does. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> I know you will be. Hopefully Valtteri Bottas knocks them out when they're trying to backmarket them. Maybe he'll eventually be useful to Mercedes. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But I think, you know, typically we don't jump on on the emergency pods that often, especially in the off season. But today we just had to, man. Yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. Red Bull is definitely allegedly uh, in my mind cheating. So I'll leave that that. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, shout out to all our international listeners. Shout out to our regular listeners. We appreciate you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Title League. Make sure you follow our podcast. And share it with people, man. It's a lot of fun being here. You know, if you're a Red Bull fan, I apologize. You probably won't want to do that. But but if know? you're a fan of the other teams, I mean, for the most part. We kind of show love to... I mean, we kind of... We even show love to Haas. Yeah, but we don't show love to Aston Martin. <laughs> yeah, but... But Aston Martin, like, they, they kind of have that Red Bull syndrome, though. Listen, Aston Martin has a lot of that. And uh, if you're following the headlines, you know, they got to... Aston Martin's got a lot of pressure because now they've got their facility. They've invested all this money. You know, Mr. Strolovich has got to deliver on his big, big talk about bringing a championship there. Yeah, but yeah, we show love to pretty much every team. I mean, I show love to Seb. I don't I don't hate on Aston Martin as an organization. And will Seb return to form? We'll, we'll see. see. Um, quick news, though. You see Lewis invested into a massive round for a, a company called Zap. Zap. Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, it's uh, I think it was a two hundred million dollar valuation. So I wonder how much that cost Lewis. Damn. I don't know how much he invested into it, but it's uh, it's kind of like uh, this is a, breaking. Like new, it was recent? yesterday. No, it's not breaking. No, Lewis, Lewis is still making deals, bro. He's still making deals. So I guess he's living his life. People, he's not crying like he's just not on socials. Fine. He's just not on socials. I wonder if he's, he's updated his uh, profile pic yet. With the baby picture? Yeah. Yeah, no, he hasn't. I doubt it, bro. He's he's completely ghost. If he did, it'd be headlines everywhere. Oh, my God. Lewis Hamilton changed his profile picture. Yeah. Do you see Kimmy? He invested into a motorsport team. I didn't see that. You didn't see that, eh? Bro, Kimmy, Kimmy invested into a motorsport team. Kimmy is going to miss racing, bro. I know oh. he's not going to miss all the garbage, but he definitely will miss did racing. Did he retire from racing or just Formula One? Pretty sure only Formula One. He could still do like the Ricardo, do Le Mans and all that stuff. Very fair. Um, last note before we sign off. How do you feel about... Um, they say that Michael Massey's probably going to be sacked. <laughs> oh my, well, it's inevitable. And it's I reported think that he, he cannot return. It's coming. Yeah. Are you happy about it? Do you feel... Or, or as, a, as a man... You do we see it in sync? Do we see a uh, Michael Massey sack... And literally hours later, Lewis Hamilton Comes on back? socials. No, I don't think Lewis will want to look petty like that. I think I think he'll be smarter than that. Um, but as as a race fan, I think it's well-deserved. But as a human, I think it kind of sucks. How many people do you think Lewis was following before he unfollowed everyone? Are we talking a couple hundred or was he Maybe like, like 300. Yeah, that's doable. I was just thinking like, did he do it himself or because, you know, it's kind of tedious to go. What's the and point of unfollowing everybody, though? Yeah, you know, Louis just trying to... No, but I'm saying, what is the real point of unfollowing everybody? Why don't you just deactivate your yo, account? Or why don't yo. you just delete your app from your phone? Simple. No comment. <laughs> no, but I'm saying to you, like, what's the point of deleting it? Then you just have an account where you can see all your pictures. It's so... No, no but so think fast. about this. Like, what's the point of an Instagram account with zero followers on it? Let's, let's maybe dive into maybe that. he was addicted to the IG and he just didn't want to open so it. So delete IG off your phone. 
I mean, yeah, that's simple. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Why unfollow? Now he has to go back and follow his homies. Like, yeah, I got to follow Shaq. I got to follow Will. I got to follow everybody. Yeah, it's like, just, it's, it's just added work. work. It's added work. It's just added work. But anyway. Come Louis. on, Louie. <laughs> yeah, Louie. Make your return already, bro. Yeah, we, we got a nice little reel for you when you return, bro. We bro. really saving it in the tank. We're just waiting, man. Like we're, we're waiting. Shout out to my boy, George Russell. Shout out to Team Papaya. By the way, what the hell is the point of putting the sound of the engine? It's the same goddamn engine that you had last year. Yo, bro, people are just uh, draw, it, drawing straws, bro. I, no, but I'm saying it's content. Like, okay, McLaren, I love it. I love to see the engine, but it's you're not changing your engine, bro. <laughs> Was it Zach Brown? He's just standing there with his iPhone recording. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, what like, are you doing okay, with that, like, bro? Listen, I get it. They're trying to build up anticipation for the 2022 car, but like the engine doesn't do anything because you have the same engine. Oh my God. If you guys had a brand new engine, like I would understand in 2014 when it was a new turbo hybrid era and they're sparking up the engine so everybody can hear it, but your engines were frozen at the end of 2021. Come on, guys. Let's call it a day. Exactly. All right. Anyways, shout out to my boy, Team Papaya, Lando Norris, and of course, the best driver on the planet, George Russell. Well, that's, uh, that's Friday for you. All right. We'll talk to you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Peace. Peace.